This is the day the Lord has made, right? And we're going to rejoice and be glad in it. And His praise will continually be on our lips, right? See, that's the whole thing, what she was saying. You can be seated. Yeah. That was good. I should have just had her do the sermon. I am. Can I have your watch, please? So I can tell what time. I, oh. I need a battery. <laughs> I thought you had enough. Never mind. <laughs> enough batteries in me? No. <laughs> okay. Well, all right. Um, in all of this, even, even what, okay, that, that's the whole thing. That's when I started this church. It was the presence of God. Yeah. And it was worshiping him, but worshiping him in spirit and truth. And it was, it was, honestly, it was difficult to get people to come with you. <laughs> but, but, I mean, it kept going because of the sincerity of the worship. And, and, the, um, and I, I know that many, many of the ministers have come and seen that. You guys, okay, now, Lonnie's, is he in here? Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, what did Dr. Jacobs say when he walked out the door? He said uh, about the church. Yeah, uh huh. About this church. Mm -hmm. Yet he had been more refreshed here than he had ever been in anywhere on the earth. He said, on the earth. <laughs> And then when he was at Marietta speaking recently, see his dad, his, his wife had cancer, and so he did travel for almost two years, and she did pass on. And, um, and so, you know, kind of, uh, he's starting to travel a lot now. Well, <laughs> and then when he was in Marietta, he mentioned, he said something about uh, Jackie's church. <laughs> In his sermon, I know you were there. And I, you know what, I listened to the whole thing, but I fell asleep because I was laying down, and I never heard that. And people were telling me that. And I was like, what? <laughs> okay, so I just want to tell you that was something else. The name of this sermon is Being Perfectly Prepared. Being, the, okay, and all of it has to do with the beginning of worship. What, what did God tell me in that, that whole, that, that prophecy that was from 2011, I think, that I, I looked up last week. I got my notebook out of my thing. It was praise and worship me. Worship and praise me first. Honor me and then seek first the kingdom of God for your answers instead of running all over and crying and being all upset. What's the kingdom of God? It's what's in the word. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's right there. Okay, so the, the Lord totally changed my sermon this morning. And that was kind of like, that's why I got here so late. <laughs> and maybe that was good. Okay, but um, 
Okay, go to Acts first, yeah, Acts 24, 16. Acts 24, 16. Um, you can put the King James up there, but while she's doing that, let me read it. This is Paul, and he said, I exercise myself to always have a conscience void of offense toward God and man. The NIV says, I strive always to have my conscience clear. The King James, and I exercise myself to always have a well, it says the same thing. Void of offense toward God and toward man. Okay, well, that conscience, it's necessary to have a clear conscience. We're, we're advancing. We're going up to a higher level. And you know, God told me to do this. There might be, there's two or three people in here who are making decisions. And make them in the plan of God for your life. Like according to Ephesians 2.10. Because it's so important. You've got to have a clear conscience in order to walk in the perfect will of God to fulfill your destiny. And see, our, part of our progression as a church is to enter, to fine-tune ourselves. And I'm, I've been saying that off and on. Well, we were talking about the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the Spirit of the Father and the Spirit of the Son. And if you're born again, He's absolutely in you. You can go rob a bank. You can murder somebody. And if you're born again, He's still there. He's watching you. You can go commit adultery. Go sleep with a bunch of women. Go to a whorehouse. I'm sorry, I'm being blunt. And He's right there. He is in you. <laughs> You're committing sin, yeah. but if you don't believe that in that Holy Spirit, yeah. you're in trouble. Right he is the Spirit of the Father and the yeah. Son that was given to us yeah. to take the place like Jesus walked with the disciples. He's got to walk with us on the earth, yeah. Yeah. and he's right there for you to ask him for the wisdom and ask, you know, and to help you. Yeah. He, what is he? He is the, he's a helper. He's a strengthener and a standby. He's an advocate, which is like a lawyer. He is a help, a, a, a strengthener. Oh, wait a minute, a counselor. <laughs> I'm better off when you don't help. <laughs> he, <laughs> he counsels you. You don't have to go to the, to the psychiatrist who is only going <laughs> and not hitting the right place. God's word renews your mind, like she said. And that's what you need as a counselor. And they go back into the past and repeat everything. All it does is enhance it. Now, I'm telling you, okay. Yeah. All right. So, Randy Greer, that was the next thing I wanted to say, but that wasn't what the Lord told me this morning. But while she was talking, that was coming to me. Uh, Randy Greer also said that we were a remnant church throughout the United States. No, not very big. It doesn't make any difference. No. Because the remnant churches are the ones who are going to, to remember I said it in Bible study. Yes, we're, gonna, we're going to complete the, for Jesus' coming. 
and to get to that point so that you will be raptured. I said it much better in Bible study, but it's, but it's the truth. We were in the back room, and he said, why? You are a remnant church. I said, what? <laughs> and, then, and he says, to fulfill the vision of Kenneth Hagin that Kenneth Hagin had before the coming of the Lord. Kenneth Hagin's mother had a vision. I, I don't want to go through that whole story, but, but uh, she was pregnant with him. And her husband was committing adultery, and he was never home, and she had another two other kids, I think, and, and uh, they were, she was unable to feed them or even feed herself anymore. And so she was running to her parents' house. And she was having a, like a nervous breakdown from all of this, too. And she was pregnant with him. And she uh, suddenly, she had a vision. And she wasn't even a Christian then. <laughs> but she had a vision. And she heard this voice by a tree. That she said the sun was all shining and, the, and by a tree. And it said, this baby shall be born. Um, she was having contractions way out, and he was born very premature. He weighed one and a half pounds. And he was born at home, had no oxygen. No, the doctor says, uh, bury him. Put, they put him in a shoebox, yeah. and they were going to bury him. Yeah. And grandma, he went to his office to get something for the mother. You know, she, uh, yeah, born at home. But anyway, and when he, uh, she saw him kick his leg slightly. <laughs> and, um, and she went, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. So she wrapped them all up and made him real warm. Grandma, <laughs> this was grandma. Yeah. And, and he got kind of mad at her. I said, you should yeah. bury him. And they buried him in the backyard then. Yeah. This was way, yeah. what, in the 20s when yeah. he was born? Yeah, um, in the 1920s. Uh, that maybe before that, uh, and he survived that. But he had leukemia. He had a lot of things wrong with his body. His heart was, you know, had a lot of heart trouble. But he lived to be 86, <laughs> so he had a miracle. And as you well know, this. Okay, but he had all these these visitations from Jesus. To, because mankind was not getting on, didn't know anything, and so the Lord himself taught him. And then he taught, and he was, I mean, we saw many things. We went to him many times. I don't know why I'm talking about him. That was what I was going to talk about. But <laughs> he, yeah, he, he survived all that, and he was to, when then his mother never told him she had that vision until she, she was dying. And that was way, when he was way, 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 way older. And she said, I never told you this, but that, but that, that uh, voice said to call you John after John the Baptist because you were to lead the way for the coming of the Lord. That whole word said that. Okay, so all of these prophets, <laughs> well, Randy Greer is a prophet, and he said that the Lord showed him that the remnant churches who are not compromising, 
and going the full way that they were the ones who were going to fulfill that vision. And he said, there's very few of them. There's only 20%. They're, there's born-again, spirit-filled churches. And I'm not trying to say anybody's better. I, I'm just telling you what it was. Because we should all be together in unity, all the churches. But there are some that are not going to compromise. It's, you cannot compromise. You cannot compromise with stuff. Okay. So, see, it's necessary, though, to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit accurately in, in these days. Now, I'm just going to say a little bit. Go to Luke 8, 5 through 8. Luke 8, 5 through 8. While she's even looking at that, I'm going to look up First Peter 3.16. Ooh, there was so much rolling around in me. and This is what Peter said, though, in Peter. And to see to it that your conscience is entirely clear, unimpaired, so that when you are falsely accused as evildoers, those who threaten you abusively and revile your right behavior in Christ may come to be ashamed of slandering your good lives. Conscience. It's your inner voice of the Spirit. How do you be led? I didn't even finish the names of God, did I? <laughs> but okay he's your advocate your helper your counselor your comforter your intercessor your strengthener your standby he is all those things last week we talked about though you gotta come and you say oh god now i don't have any strength i want to come to you you're right in there holy spirit help me I'm in trouble. I don't know what to do. I feel like, you know, yeah, I'm depressed. I just heard these bad news, you know? <laughs> you know, I'm starting to get depression and, and, and my mind, I need help. Help me. He's your helper. He'll start praying for you. There, there's so much. He's an advocate. You start speaking the word and he tells the devil, get out of there. <laughs> Get away from him. He sends angels yeah. to help you. Yeah. He's in there. Yeah. Use him. Yeah. 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 Amen. He's there. Amen. If you are just even merely born again. Yeah. Yeah. Now, there's an inward witness that we're talking about that you will have, and you need to ask him how, you know, you, we need to use that inward witness and get wisdom from him. Yeah. Okay, but you got, I got to lay this foundation here. Luke 8, and it's the sower sows the word. Okay, you got it up there. <laughs> a sower went out to sow his seed, and as he sowed, some fell by the wayside, and it was trodden down, and the fowls of the air devoured it. Keep going. It's, and some fell upon a rock, and as soon as it was sprung up, it withered away because it lacked moisture. Go ahead. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up with it and choked it. And others fell on good ground 
and it sprang up and bare fruit a hundredfold. And when he had said these things, he cried that he that has ears to hear, let him hear it. Okay, so the sower sows seeds and it lands on four different kinds of soil. Some is wayside, some is thorns, some is rocky, some is good ground. Now, but only one of them produced a harvest. The three other types brought no fruit to perfection. So you can get born again and have no fruit. You know what? See, the seed is the word of God sown, but there, there were no results in the three types of the other ones. Just nothing happened in their life. They just lived in the world, did this, did that. See, and that's because she's talking about, she was talking about, you got to renew your mind. That's why we're having that, that, that Bible study does get real deep and we're not even, it does, it gets really deep. <laughs> it's, it's, it shocks me sometimes what is being said there. Okay, so it's possible to have no results of the good word sown in your life. Yep, that's possible depending on what type of ground you are. Now the ground means your heart. Now let's jump to verse 11 and 12. Now, it's going to explain what we've read before. Okay, the seed is the word of God. The word of God is being preached right now. Those along the traveled road are the people who have heard. Past tense. This is in different, uh, and it's in Luke 8, it's in Mark 4, and in Matthew 13. And it all says it a little different, so you, get, you can get a lot out of it. Okay. But then the devil comes and carries away the message out of their hearts that they might not believe. Yeah. They don't acknowledge him as Savior and devote themselves. Exactly. Okay. Okay, the next verse. Now, the... Those by the wayside are they that hear. Then comes the devil and takes away the word out of their heart, lest they should be believed and saved. So he comes to steal that word out of your life immediately. He tries. But he can't take the word from you. <laughs> well, you'll see. <laughs> Matthew and Mark and all they, they, they all all of these say the same thing, but in a different way. Now, Matthew says they didn't understand it, so it never got in them. But guess why they didn't understand it? Because they didn't respect it as it was being said, like right now. No respect for it. Oh, we're just at church and we're just can around. We'll have to listen. Well, why bother coming? It throws the pastor off. It throws the preacher off. Any preacher that's up here. 
don't even bother. I'd rather you weren't here. <laughs> See, it's, you, don't, you, you don't come to fool around. They don't respect the word. It's like and that one passage says the pigs, you know, you throw the pearls before the swine and they just trample it. Okay, they didn't understand. He said, oh, those poor people, they didn't understand it. No, it's because they didn't respect it. See, how many? <laughs> no, you don't trample on something you respect. And it was, it was trodden down, and therefore they didn't get it. So a lot of people hear the word, but they don't respect it, so they never get it. So before they could even get started with it, it's stolen from them. Notice it says in verse 12, they have heard. And so Jesus said, let's go to Mark 4.24. And if a kingdom is divided and rebelling against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. That's the wrong one. <laughs> I was on the wrong page, but that was good. <laughs> Verse 23 says, If any man has ears to hear, let him be listening and let him perceive and comprehend. And he said to them, Be careful what you are hearing. See, you can come here and go home and listen to a whole bunch of garbage on TV. The measure of thought and study you give to the truth you hear will be the measure that comes back to you. And more besides will be given. For to him who has, who has will more be given. And from him who has nothing, even what he has will be taken away. <laughs> he said, well, it's not fair. They get, they get all that, but that's because they respected it. Because they honored it, because they got it. See, reverencing means honoring, valuing, and esteeming something. And you're, you're doing that or you wouldn't be here, actually. So, I mean, I have to give you credit for that. Not me. <laughs> you, you used effort and money and everything to be here. So, so that, that's good. Now, the word will save you, deliver you, heal you, change you, enlighten you, prosper you. <laughs> but do you believe it? Like she said, so it goes right along. It'll give you total, total victory. But some say, well, I don't have time for all that stuff. But see, no, that's the most important thing that needs to be in your life. It, it does, because it, we go, I can't be bothered with it. See, when you don't respect it, you hear it, but it won't mean anything to you. And you won't understand, and you say, that's just a bunch of junk. See, there's so much more to, to living on the earth, and really, our number one thing should be God. You, know, you can have fun, you have more fun, and, and you're, you're, there's peace, there's healing, there's everything. See, you don't realize the devil, though, was right there, listening and grabbing it away from you before it could produce any results in your life. Verse 13. 
of Luke 8. Mm -hmm. Back to that. They on the rock are the people who, when they hear the word, receive and welcome it with joy. <laughs> and these have no root. <laughs> Just think. I mean, I've been there. We received it with joy, right? <laughs> That's like scary almost. Did you ever think of that? Because I go, praise God. Woo, word. That's exciting word. You know, we get all excited because... Really? Yeah, yeah. But look at this. <laughs> and these have no root, which for a while believe in time of temptation, they may fall away. But see, when the temptations, the tests and the trials come. See, that's what we're talking about in that Bible study because, I mean, there's stuff that came against me the last three months that it was like horrendous. And to a point where you wanted to almost give up. <laughs> and just depression and all kinds of just... And if it wasn't one thing, it was another thing and another thing and another thing and another thing. Stop trying to stop from going through that door. And that's what's going to happen to you because there's... Right now, that's where the devil is trying to get rid of us from moving forward and pressing on. There's things God has told some of you and to do, and you need to do them and quit saying, should I or shouldn't I? Should I or shouldn't I? Should I or shouldn't I? I know that's what it is because that's what it was with me. So there's that temptations means tests and trials. Some of them could be physical they could be uh, division between spouses, children, families, all kinds of things. And it's trying to get you to move out, move away, or do, I, I'm serious, I know that, I know that, I know that. Woo! It's <laughs> and it's, see, the enthusiasm can be there and emotion can bring that. We have to be deeper than emotion. We have to be like that all the time. You know what I mean? Like you love God all the time, not just when you get all stirred up. Yeah, because that's, then it's deeper spirit instead of soul. Okay, so it says they started, but they had no root. Okay, where does the root of what they need have? It starts reading in reading the word. Yeah. It starts in coming to church. Yeah. If you're not coming to church right now, this is the most, you're, you're yeah. really losing out. Yeah. I tell you what, that satanic thing with the Grammy Awards showed that this Satan, I'm right here. I'm right out on the open in case you didn't know it. They had a satanic ritual at the, the Grammy Awards. Other times it was just movie stars and just, yeah. you know, yeah, no, no, it's, it was blatant. Yeah. And before all that stuff was hidden, Hollywood is loaded with it. They were using little kids to chant. They taught them. 
And I was listening to this. Oh, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't, you know, I haven't looked into this much because I don't want to waste my time. All I have to do is look at one picture on YouTube. And it's all over the place now. The preachers are all talking about it. And in case you didn't know, I'm informing you. <laughs> Little, ch they had, it said it had to take them six to eight months to even produce this because they had hell all around. They had, and they were all dressed in red. It was costumes, women with horns and sexy outfits and uh, just, it was nasty. <laughs> I didn't see it and I don't want to see it. But all you have to do is look at one picture. <laughs> and it's sick. And these little children with red, they were all dressed in red. And they had fire in their like, And they were chanting to Satan. They were, they were worshiping him. And now that is blatantly out there. And once, see, once they even got the transgender, once they got all this other stuff out there, you know, then they started to put it in the schools. Before that was, you know, you wouldn't. You got to remember, I came from the 40s. When oh, you wouldn't say anything, like some of the things. Now it's just, so you start out that way. So this, <laughs> okay. Okay, it says, for a while they believe, but in time of temptation, tests, and trials, you start to fall away. You hear it, see, maybe lack of money. Uh, something happens, you, and that's a test. Body starts, something happens to it. Uh, all those things, hurts, offense, all, all kinds of things. You know, they heard the word, they got excited, got started, and when it didn't happen overnight, challenges came and time passed. You get discouraged and you quit. But even if you take notes and you shouted and you called several friends, <laughs> if you get discouraged and quits, it's if you had never started. We've we got to move on. We've got to move on to this. Because he, he that endures to the end is the one who's going to go. Be saved. Verse 14. Now see... You, we have the, when she was talking, the word is everything. The worshiping the Lord is everything. We have the wonderful, amazing, life-changing word of God. He, and he gave us, but no results. Here, verse 14. And they which fell among the thorns of they which, when they have heard, they go forth and are choked with the cares and the riches and the pleasures of life and bring no fruit to perfection. So all of a sudden, though, too, this is, this is well, I don't want to do that. I'd rather have go have some fun. I'm going to skip church. I'm not going to help in church. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. I got other things to do. If you join a church, you should be helping. I'm serious. If you get to a church, we're all helping. It's not my job. I mean, right. it's no fruit to perfection. So, you know, what this involves, though, and this is it, because there's been some things. 
you go through, and you get some experience. I just can't tell you, I got 43 years worth of it. Now, and it's different. It's totally different than, okay, but you never quit. You just never quit. And you may have even gone through a day where, God, I don't even see how you could stand me. Because <laughs> you're, you're just not spiritual, and you know you're not. But he's very understanding because the helper, the Holy Spirit is sweet and kind and he stays there no matter what you're doing. So never quit. Believe God is a good God and the Holy Spirit is real. That Jesus is the healer and that he'll, he, he, he'll meet all your needs. Don't quit. Are you never going to quit? <laughs> <clears throat> See, but it, if you're never going to quit, you got to have roots. Now, is it possible to hear the good word, get excited, take off, and have no results? It is. <laughs> Why didn't these people get results? There was too much stuff. Stuff distractions, yes, in their lives besides the word. And even some of it was good and godly and benevolent. But it choked out the word. Yeah, stuff can choke the word right out of your life. It can. Um, I'm going to skip some of my notes here. So... You know, now, see, they paid more attention to the cares of life. If you can, put the Amplified up there. They were preoccupied. You can be preoccupied with playing, with working, with getting money, with socializing, and wasting a lot of time. There isn't much time left. There really isn't. <laughs> the coming of the Lord, when I see that satanic thing, this is what they were talking about that would be in the tribulation. That, that's what I was talking about. And we never thought we would see all this garbage that's going on. <laughs> really? I never thought we'd see it. I thought we'd be gone before it came. Whoa, it's right there. And then even danger, the, the, the persecution for Christians is the highest it's ever been in the history of Christianity. Okay. See, they, let's see. But as they go on their way, they are choked and suffocated with anxieties. See, anxiety will come and fear and cares and riches and pleasures of life. And then their fruit does not ripen or come to maturity. This, this really is <laughs> all the word resources that they had to get choked up. Now, if you have a garden and you never weed that garden, those weeds will suck, suck up all the nutrients. That's just what's happening. It's weeds. It's weeds. And then the weeds get bigger than the good plants. Yeah. All the sunlight's blacked out because yep. yep. it's darkness. Yep. 
and all the good plants go. So this is not God's fault. He has done a lot, but there's things that we need to do too. See, these are the only kind of people, though, the next one. Get the next verse in there. Verse, what are we on? 15, 16? 15? The next, okay. 16. No one after he has lighted, oh, okay, wait a minute, got the wrong one. 15. Okay, sorry. But as for that seed in the good soil, these are the people who, hearing the word, hold it fast in a just, noble, virtuous, and worthy heart, steadily bringing forth fruit with patience. No wonder you were laughing. Because <laughs> yeah, I told her to go to the next verse. Now go to the next verse. No one, after he has lighted a lamp, covers it with a cloth or a vessel or puts it under something, the dining table or the couch. See, the word is the light. He puts it on a lampstand so those that come in may see the light. And that, that's, that's what we have to do. Okay, so um, no matter how many cares that Satan tries to put on you, offense, unforgiveness, distractions, yes. all these things, money stuff, no matter how many trials, how, whatever, whatever it is, you keep the word. Maybe you goof up a little. You know, you may goof up for a You go, what's the use? <laughs> But then you come back and you don't quit. Because if you don't quit, you're going to bring forth fruit. So you got to stay with it. Now just think, okay, so there's four types of ground. There's only one type of ground that makes it. There's a lot of Christians out there. A lot of people said I'm born again. But there's Three-fourths of them, 75%. Not there. That's why you become a remnant. And see, people will come in and they don't want to go that far. You don't want to go that far. It's too far. I can be a Christian without that. <laughs> but it's a lot more fun when you go that far. Yeah, right. Okay, so back to, the, so one of the most important things, and I'm, I'm just going to, that's a little bit of a foundation, but one of the most important things in our life is our conscience. Yeah. Yeah. And it's important for young children to know about their conscience. Tell them about they have a conscience. Yeah. I mean, you get them bored again, and then you say, he's living in there, and he will tell you, don't do that. Don't say that in school, or don't participate in that. And it's because our conscience is the voice of our human spirit. And, that, and that's how God talks to us. That's where God talked to us. You're not going to hear it out here. It's coming from in here. And when you're ignorant of this, you're dull of hearing from God. You know, Jesus, okay, remember uh, 
when uh, Jesus went to that wedding feast, that was the first yeah. miracle. Yeah. You know, and they ran out of, yeah, they ran out of wine. And uh, his mother said, bring, you know, all these Firkins, yeah. <laughs> Funny words. Some of those words I love. Firkins. <laughs> anyway. But, but you know what? He had, he, he really, Jesus had not gotten out there yet. <laughs> and I have to laugh on Nancy Dufresne tells this one because she goes, well, that was his mother. And he said, but, but mother, uh, my time isn't here yet. I haven't done. I, I haven't, you know, done this. My time isn't here yet. She said. She said to the, to the servants. She just turned away from him, and she says to the servants, "Whatever he tells you to do, do it. <laughs> just go. Don't pay any attention to him. What he's saying. Honestly, that's really the truth, because he was making excuses. Jesus." <laughs> And it's so simple, really. If water can change atomically yeah. on a molecular level to a different substance, yeah. then <laughs> dis disease can change too. Yeah. And the miraculous can happen. Yeah. We're coming to that point. Miraculous. Yeah. Miracles are going to bring people in. But you've, you're, you've got to not quit right now. You've got to go to a higher place, to a higher level, and, and, for, and, and recognize the junk that tries to happen to you and fight it with all your might. Fight it. But you've got to be in the Word. You've got to be in a church where you're being taught uh, at higher places. So miracles can happen. Yeah. A fog in the brain can turn to clarity. Yeah. To brilliance. Yeah. I'm talking about dementia. Yeah. <laughs> See, he's the creator of heaven and earth, and we've yeah. got to believe him. Yeah. Can he do the impossible? Yes, he can do miracles. Yeah. Do you believe in miracles? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But we've got a part to play in miracles. You've got to, see, we all thought, oh, dear, we'll just sit back when Jesus, you know, wants us just sit there. You're not going to get anywhere. She said, do whatever he tells you to do. We need to do whatever God tells us to do. And the reason we don't see more, more answers and results is, yeah, are we good ground? Because of our conscience, because we got to do whatever he says to do. And there may, might be little occasions, little things that come up and you think, well, I don't have to, you know, flesh tries to take over. You know, um, there's all kinds of church-going people and some scoff at us. When they hear us and say, the Lord spoke to me or told me to do this. And when you say that, and, and okay. And they, they start, they may even make fun of you and say, ha ha, he thinks he's hearing from God. But you can get to the point where you hear from God. 
But if you don't boldly act on what he told you to do, there's going to be no manifestation of power. Because you might have missed it. You might have missed the boat. Now, what if the servants had uh, that, when she told the servants that, they said, God, that woman's nuts. <laughs> no, I mean the woman. <laughs> His mother. Okay, so... See, this doesn't make any sense. Go fill them with water. They don't need water. They need wine. <laughs> Those things were really heavy and really big. I don't know how many gallons. But they had to go way off to get the water, too. But they did what Jesus said. And some people say, well, you can't hear from the Lord. That's passed away. If they had not boldly acted on what Jesus said, there would have been no miracles. And that's the problem today. People say, was that me or the devil? <laughs> or you just don't know. People get confused about hearing from him. And a lot of Christians don't even think you could hear from him. But if you will boldly act, you know, get in the word. It, it's a, Christianity is more than just going to church. And get, that, that's what I got away from 40 years ago, 43 years ago. See, experience, we're going to experience miraculous things. So like, like you said, yes, I believe it. I may have had that done just so I could keep going on, but I'm believing that, what, that I, those, those rods and whatever, those... Yeah, when I lay on this side, I can feel it sometimes. <laughs> Before I went to surgery with the knee, I was just wide awake. I don't know, I went in there and I went, there was a table, a long table with all sizes of, of bones, artificial <laughs> bones, made bones. I was... <laughs> what? <laughs> And I went, you got to get the right size. Oh, my gosh, I don't want to see that. <laughs> they didn't put me to sleep fast enough. <laughs> uh, I don't want to see that. Oh, anyway, <laughs> the real thing, there is a storehouse in heaven. And one of our declarations, and I, I, for those of you who don't know, one of the declarations is God, angels at every service bring, bring, new body parts from the storehouse of heaven bring divine utterances <laughs> bring bring what you want the word of god the miraculous can happen and it's going to happen and it you know actually some things have been miraculous already so um there's so much i want to say what time is it Where'd your watch go? There it is. <laughs> okay. Okay, so just a little bit more. Okay, so there's a lot of voices out there. And depending on do you respect the voice, it's significant to you. If you don't respect it, it's not. But hopefully you know you should not listen to every voice. Right. Yeah. 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 Right. You bet. 
Some you should and some you should not listen to because the voice isn't always an audible sound bouncing off your ear. Okay. So let's review. Okay, your physical body has a voice. And it's the voice of feeling. The senses. Right? It's the voice of the flesh. Now get that straight. Because when you got pain, when you got all this stuff, this is the voice of the flesh. Or your flesh wants pleasure. And it might be the wrong pleasure. <laughs> might want to smoke some marijuana. I've never smoked marijuana in my life. But <laughs> okay. So the voice of the flesh is not like this kind of voice that you're hearing right now, of course. But it's a very distinct voice, and the voice of the flesh will tempt us. Sexually, pornography-wise, doing, uh, yeah, lying, cheating, money stuff. Yeah. And when your flesh is there, you you go, I don't feel good, so I don't feel like being nice to you. See, that's what you got to cut. Your conscience should come in and you say, no, I'm strong enough in the Lord to be nice right now. <laughs> Even if I don't feel like it. Oh, believe me, I've done it. <laughs> I have a lot of practice. <laughs> Honest to God, and I can do it. I just stand there. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> but you can do it. But it helps you <laughs> when you do it. So, or, you know, your body talks to you. You're tired. You're hurting. <laughs> I don't want to get up. <laughs> I'm hungry right now. Or you don't want to go there. Or whatever. You're depressed. You're offended by someone. You don't want to even talk to them. <laughs> See, it, it's a voice, but it's not an audible voice. Do you see that? And it's very real. It's bouncing off your ear. But see, those are voices. That's the voice of the flesh. And your, 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 your mind has a voice. It's, it's reason and logic. Let's reason this thing out according to what the world says. Let's do the pros and the cons. No, don't do that. The Holy Spirit might not want you to care less about pros and cons. You know what? And see, that's what we're talking about, though. Then the voice of your conscience will try to come in and say, eh, 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 don't do that. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. You know what? So let's go to Romans 8, 14. So you can be, expect to be led and guided by the Spirit of God because we're the sons and daughters of God. And he's living in our human spirit. Do the King James, 814 Romans. Very simple verse. For all, for as many, as led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons and daughters of God. In other words, if you're not being led by God, you're not really a son or daughter of God. Just think of it. That's not my sense. Well, 
you know, if, if I've trained, you've trained your children, and then they're not going, going, hmm, wonder who that kid is. <laughs> wonder whose child this is. <laughs> okay. Uh, keep going on. 15. For you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. Once we get born again, that fear has to go. All this stuff. I could give a whole long sermon on fear. We had a lot of it in that in sound disciplined mind. I'll tell you what, fear is huge in all of this. A symptom, oh, I'm having a heart attack. Oh, I wonder what's wrong. Oh, I got I to gotta tell you recently, you know how I fell a couple of weeks ago, of all things, and this knee hit. And so it's been um, hurting a little bit. And it was getting still. I think it's because I quit. I did go back to physical therapy. <laughs> it gets stiff. <laughs> yeah. e, you gotta bend and yeah. bend and bend. Yeah. No matter if it's going. <laughs> well, I thought, oh my gosh, that thing must be going. You know, because it's bone to bone the way it is, and it hit. And I thought, well. <laughs> see, you start imagining. Do you see what I mean? It's the voice of my. Flesh. Maybe I better call the doctor and get an x-ray and see what really happened. Forget it. I went, no, I'm healed. <laughs> you know, that really helped. It really helped. To say you're healed and say, okay, you are not going to be stiff. You're not going to be stiff. Don't quit. So, okay. Now go, all right, so... Uh, but we've received the spirit of adoption where we cry, Abba, Father, my gosh, he adopted us. And he gave us everything that he has, everything. And he's rich. He's all healing, everything, everything. Like she said, we have got to get this. God wants us to take over, not satanic people. Not people who are going to destroy your life. He wants us to take over. And that also takes money. He does. Poor people can't take over. Can they? No, you don't have much voice. Next verse, verse 16. The Spirit itself bears witness. With our spirit, that we're the children of God. And if it bears witness that we are the children of God, then it's going to bear witness to you what you should do, what you should not do. See, I say that, I repeat that every day. They that are led by the Spirit of God are the sons and daughters of God. Okay, my spirit bears witness with the Holy Spirit what to do and what not to do, where to go and where not to go. What to say and what not to say. So I am at the right place at the right time all the time. I do the right thing and say the right thing at the right time all the time. You could prevent yourself from getting in a car accident. You could. Or getting killed. Or getting really injured or hurt. Okay. So what part of our being does the Spirit of God communicate with? Our own spirit. And I'm not going to go much further because that would get into 
But he bears witness with our spirit. And conscience means a co-knowing with your partner. Co-knowing. You're, you're together and your partner's with it. See? It's, it's knowing with another. And there's someone else inside of you besides you. There's another person. And he's a real person. And he bears witness with you, but not with your body. You cannot hear the Holy Spirit with your body. You cannot hear the Holy Spirit with your intellect or your emotions. Only with your spirit. Okay. Um, so I'm just going to end with this. Wow. I okay, that's all right. Who cares? That's what I was supposed to do. Okay, so you are not head-led. You're not money-led. You're not emotion-led. You're not friend-led, spouse-led, doctor-led, pain-led, mom and dad-led. Uh, children that are growing up led. <laughs> they tried to lead you. No. <laughs> they do. <laughs> oh, God, there. <laughs> now, you're, you guys are good, but the, young, the youngest one of my boys, like, Mother, I think, oh, man, he's got to grow up. I don't say anything. That's okay. I just don't argue with him. <laughs> He'll get there. <laughs> and sometimes that's the way you got to act. They're not there yet. <laughs> now, that's that whole thing with the word. But you are responsible for the word you know. And so you're responsible at the level you know. If you're at a higher level, you're responsible. And that's conscience in there. You know, because you don't want to go years frustrated when all the time the Holy Ghost is speaking to you and he wants to show you what to do, where to go, where not to go, what plan he has for you. And that comes from getting into the word. From Well, praise and worship is huge. Praying in the spirit is huge. All those things, getting into the word. I would say those, those things will lead you and guide you in the perfect plan. And in that perfect plan is peace, love, joy, happiness, money. And seriously, God wants you to have it. Like she said, he's got it all. He's, we're his children and sons and daughters. He wants to give it to us. But this is where we've got to get. What, what did Kenneth Copeland say? correction that was last year so you go in a better direction and get higher then you will be protected can you see this if you do this you'll be protected from car accidents you'll be protected from getting in trouble with friends you'll be protected from certain things that that the devil wanted to destroy you with and then you will be perfected and go, yes. rapture. Wow. 
And I'm not kidding you. Just because you're born again, you ain't going to get raptured in that first rapture. No way. Uh-uh. That, that's a big fallacy. <laughs> there, there, are, there are like what? Let's see. There are uh, four more raptures. Or, well, okay. Okay. The first one. Yeah. Yeah. The first one was Enoch. Elisha. Yeah. Jesus. Us. See, there's three more after that. But that's you means you're being in the tribulation. Um, we're we're closer than I've ever seen anything my life. It's not time to fool around. It's time to get straight. It's time to do the plan of God, which makes you happy. <laughs> well, everything is in a bed of roses either, because you <laughs> you can look at me. <laughs> But you never quit. And it's lots more fun. Lots more fun. Get in the plan of God, though. That, I never realized that that word, the plan of God. Ugh. Man, it is absolutely the most wonderful place in the world. But it has to be in every, you know, every arena um, I'm just going to read it, and then we'll quit. We'll go to communion. For we are God's own handiwork, his workmanship. He recreated us in Christ Jesus when you got born again. So you could do good works, which he predestined, and he planned them beforehand. And he even planned the path you're supposed to go on. And that path is a good path. It's a path free of sickness and disease. It's a path full of finances. It's the path he wants for you. Ugh. That we should walk in that and live the good life, which he prearranged. He prearranged. It's like you, you prearranged all this stuff for your kid, and they never took it. And he made ready for us to live in it. So, you know what, don't just be a buh, buh, Christian. <laughs> Move. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> Amen. Okay, so we will receive communion. And one of the most important things is forgiveness. <laughs> uh, 1 Corinthians 11. And then we'll dismiss. You'll be dismissed. It says, whoever, you can put this up there if you wish, 1127, 1 Corinthians. Listen, whoever eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in a way unworthy of him is guilty of profaning and sinning against the body and blood of the Lord. Let a man thoroughly examine himself, and only when he has done so should he eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For anyone who eats and drinks without discriminating and recognizing with due appreciation that it is Christ's body, eats and drinks a sentence of verdict upon himself. Christ's body means two things. I've explained it every single time. I hope you remember. Yes, sir, that's it. That's right. 
his real body yeah. that walked on the earth yeah. and died on the cross and suffered for us. Yeah. His body. He was a real body. Yeah. And that body is up in heaven with holes. There's holes where they put them. Mm -hmm. And, um, okay, so you, we have to realize all he did for us on that cross and fight the good fight of faith. This all requires faith, which is absolute, total, complete trust in God. And that comes from not easy when you're having symptoms and when stuff goes on. <laughs> but you can overcome. Been there, done that. Been there and haven't done that. <laughs> so you get, exp you know what I mean? You see. And you admit. <laughs> but you keep going. You keep, you don't quit. You, do, you, tr you keep doing it. Okay, the other way is, is, so you, is his real body and what he did on the cross for us. That's what you have to discern. Then you discern that we are, according in Corinthians, it says that we're, we're body parts of, of, of born again people, not just people who go to church. You have to give your life to the Lord, which I never knew for all 40 years. <laughs> And that's what you mean. Then you become the hands, the feet, the arms, the legs, the artificial knees. No. <laughs> no. Sorry, Lord. <laughs> oh, he told me to say that. <laughs> Just wanted to see if you were listening. <laughs> artificial hips. No. <laughs> Bionic people. No. <laughs> You, you know what? Do you see what I mean, though? This is real. You become those body parts. That's why when you get into, you are to go to church, but see you are all these parts working in the church. Otherwise, you're not part. Or are doing something. Just doing something, you know? That this is not my church. It's not kids' church. Good gravy, it's far, far from it. It's our church. <laughs> Just got a different position than the rest. But you discern and see, it's so easy when you're in, in a body, any kind of body, even in your own family, to get offended, to get hurt, to get mad. And, and, and that's where you forgive as an act of your will. <laughs> you know, kind of do like Michael okay, it'll work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and walking in this love, you know, we're in Valentine's Day. I see, I see, it was the older people <laughs> who wore red. It was Sherry, me, Sarah, <laughs> and jo Jolene. <laughs> oh, well, you're older too. <laughs> and can Luis <laughs> now I, I, I didn't mean to get all jokey Lord with you know and sometimes he does it he's the one who's doing it I know he is because but forgiveness is huge 
And you, but see, that, that's where it's not a feeling by the flesh. I'm mad at him. Okay, but the word of God says to do it. Whatever God says to do, Mary said, do it. It isn't necessary that your flesh has to feel like you've forgiven. That's the fallacy of people. Now, I haven't, I can't, I've been five years and I just can't forgive them. You're going by your flesh. Because I want to, I want to obey the word of God, I forgive as an act of my will. Even if I feel hostile inside right now, you know, it's just flesh. But my spirit, my conscience, that's it. My conscience says I am to do it. Do you see that? Just because you, I don't feel like I forgave has nothing to do with it. You go by your conscience. The conscience says forgive. Thank you, Holy Spirit. That was the Holy Spirit right now because I never thought of that until right now. Okay, that's what you do. As an act of my will, I forgive so and so. And and it's done. And you got to forgive yourself sometimes for not forgiving. There might be a point where you can't forgive yourself. See, the enemy will talk to you and tell you what a louse you are. Don't listen to that either. Ooh, you've fought stuff like that too. Ooh, wow. We probably all have. Amen. Okay, so we are, um, that's just something while we're playing music. We've got some music. For this, okay. And uh, <laughs> this is just private with us, okay? <laughs> <laughs> what he just said to me, I forgive you. <laughs> I forgive you, you too. <laughs> I got the mic on. That's <laughs> I forgive you too. Makes Jesus That's true. Right? Yeah. God. Hallelujah. What? We're going to receive communion. Yeah. Oh. Oh, that's what that's for. Okay, we'll receive together. So after you uh, just wait and hold it. Bread. And he did break it in half in a loaf, uh, representing and gave pieces to representing that the body of Christ is many, but one. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take and eat, for this is my body, which was broken for you, and it was broken for our healing. It was broken. It was beaten. I, I could describe to you how horrible it was. But, but that's, that's where... We really need to meditate on that when yeah. sickness and disease come and, and to know that he yeah. did it already. Yeah. 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 So anyway, that, that was for the whole body of Christ. And see, he doesn't want the body of Christ broken no. either. Because, I mean, you know, so somebody down the street believes this way and that way, and then we're broken and they talk about us and... And, you know, and that, that's, don't, we can't, you know what, we need to become one. Yes. 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 
not necessarily in what we believe. I mean, the believing has to be there because the whole Bible is the whole Bible. And it has none of it. Heaven and earth will pass away, but the word never passes away. He's the... Go ahead. I was going to say in Isaiah, it says we're not to say we're sick. I can show it where it's at, the Bible. Yeah. yeah. We're not even supposed to say we're sick. He actually says yeah. that. Or don't say you're sick. No, Woo! Sick. Anyway, but, but he is the same yesterday, today, yeah. and forever. Yeah. And he says in Malachi, I am God and I change not. So let's receive this together like one body. And you know, you don't. You can have to be all solemn, and I'm not, you don't, but just, you know, be Medicine. happy with each other and Amen. love, yes. love, uh, love. Yes. Amen. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And then it says, after the same manner, he took the cup, and when he had supped, he said, saying, this cup is the New Testament in my Amen. body. <laughs> Where I come to live inside of you. <laughs> In my blood. He shed that blood for the remission of our sins. Sins. Wiping them out. This do you as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And you know what? Like you said, that was good. Remember what he's done for you. Ooh, remember what he's done for you. All my life, he has been so, so faithful and so, so good, even when I didn't know nothing. Didn't even know about being born again. Whew. My husband died, and he was, my first husband died. <laughs> I was 26 years old, <laughs> you know, and here I am, a widow with two children. <laughs> and you know what? He was there. I, I just know he was there. He just, everybody was saying how calm I was. <laughs> And, and uh, you know, now I look back, and that was God. Yeah. That was God. I always had a big interest in God anyway. So anyway, let's just receive this together. Thank you. Well, I guess we're going to receive another offering for Ken and... Uh, Wow, that was so good, Pastor. Thank you so much for that word. That helped me out a lot. Um, oh, there's so much stirring up inside of me again. <laughs> um, but I just want to be led by the Holy Spirit. Um, I don't know if I'm just simplifying it, but you know, it's so simple. It really is. God has predestined a path for all of us. And all we have to do is choose to go down that path. And in that path, there's joy. In that yeah. path, there's prosperity. In that path, there's healing. In that path, there's everything. It doesn't matter. But there's so many distractions. Yes. And that's why it's so important, so vital and stuff for you to go in and listen yeah. to what you were talking about. I was talking about the conscience because God uses your conscience. But the enemy, what he tries to do through your life, he tries to sear that conscience is what he tries to do to where you don't listen to it anymore. So it's vital and really important for you to want to listen. And if you listen and stuff, it becomes easier for you to hear. Um, and it says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, but faith works by love. And this is what the Lord showed me. 
The more you hear the word of God, the more that you're here, the more that you get into God's word, the more you speak it out loud, the more love that you understand. And when you get that love inside of you, I think I just lost it. Can you guys hear? No, okay. Oh, yeah, turn me down. I'm, I'm probably a little loud. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just excited. I have so much passion in me. Oh, my Lord. The Lord has really been working with me. Um, I'm quite a project for God, I can tell you that. God's been tweaking me and exposing a lot of things in me. Um, but uh, anyway, um, as, you, as you get that love inside of you, what happens is, your wineskin gets filled up with that love. And when that wineskin and stuff expands with the unconditional kind of God love, you give it off to people is what you do. And that love, it actually works with you and stuff inside of where you need your healing in any area of your life. But when you continue to go ahead and get that in and deposit that in more and stuff like that, that fills that wineskin. And what it does, it bursts. What it does, it impregnates you. It impregnates you with it, and as you're impregnated with it and stuff, you speak it out and you birth it. This is what you do. You birth it. Um, and the Lord was showing that to me. But anyway, I have so much more, and I'm done. Um, but uh, anyway, it's such an easy path, but there's so many distractions. You know, just choose to walk that path. And you know how you hear from the Spirit of God is so easy? You cherish His Word cherish everything in his word. I mean, I have read the word numerous times and stuff over the years, about 19 times, and that's really nothing. But there's so many things that I have not seen. It's like, oh my Lord, when I'm seeing it, stuff, I'm just cherishing it. And as I'm cherishing God's word, and I'm seeking for it like choice, choice treasure, You'll find him. He'll reveal himself to you. I mean, the Holy Spirit is speaking to me all the time. I think for the past four weeks or so, the Lord has been showing me what your, your message is. It just connects with everything that you're saying and stuff that I'm talking about. I'm talking about with Alexa. I talk about with my family. All kinds of things and stuff, but that's the same Holy Spirit. You know, but anyway, as you cherish God's word, you're going to hear. You're going to hear it. And when you see God's word and his stuff, it's like, it is so good. Oh, my Lord, every one of the words tells you exactly what you need to do. And if you do what the word of God tells you to do, there's victory. There's already victory. He's already, he's already won the, the, the battle. All we have to do is join him. That's all you have to do. Connect with him. Connect with the word. Meditate on God's word and deposit it inside of your spirit until it becomes such revelation knowledge that it impregnates you. And then you birth it off as you speak it. And as you birth it off as you speak it, you're going to have what you say because you're no longer double-minded because there's two minds. The spirit already agrees, but this is the area that doesn't agree. So you need to get that in agreement by depositing that word. And as you deposit, you get that revelation knowledge. And once you get that revelation knowledge, whoo, anyway, the Lord just shows you things. Oh, my Lord. And then when you speak it, then you're in agreement. You're no longer a double-minded man. So anyway, that's what's stirring up more, but I'm done. Okay, so anyway, ah, whoa. Um, so anyway, we have an opportunity to be blessed. 
by um, I'm here and stuff to go in and pick up the offering for uh, my the pastor uh, for his birthday. His birthday is going to be in March, but we're going to go ahead and just collect an offering here um, in February up until that point. Um, but if you want to be blessed, give. Give, and it will, should be given to you. Um, but uh, anyway, you know, my dad has been so dedicated. I'm sorry, the pastor's been so dedicated and so loyal, you know, and it doesn't matter. You know, he continues to come to the church. He continues to just, like I said, you know, you're just Green Beret, you know. So anyway, we have an opportunity to be blessed, to contribute. So anyway, if we can go ahead and bring up the envelopes. Oh, uh, and don't make the checks out to Living Word. Uh, make it out to uh, Ken Hartman. Okay. Father God, we just thank you so much for this, this message uh, that you've given to us, Father God, through the shepherd. And we just thank you, Father God. We cherish every one of those words. And we thank you for the fresh manna that we get Every Sunday, every Wednesday, every Thursday, Father God, we cherish it. And we just thank you, Father God, that we're not going to be the same, but we're going to be going from glory to glory to glory. And we thank you, Father God, for this opportunity to go ahead and give to the pastor. And we thank you for the jobs that you've given to us. We thank you for our prosperity. And we worship you, Jesus, and we give you all the glory and praise in your precious name. Amen.